Thank you for joining in for an episode of Planted by the Living Water. We are here to delight in the Lord as a tree planted by the living waters. If you'd like the reading plan that we are going through, you can find it on our website. We'll go through the entire Bible in two years. Thank you for joining for this day's portion of Planted by the Living Waters. Welcome to episode 84 of Planted by the Living Waters. Sorry, I'm uh, just getting this um, released uh, a little later today, but that's all right. Um, we are in Deuteronomy chapter 34, and today's our last day in Deuteronomy. We finish up Deuteronomy. In fact, uh, tonight in uh, our Wednesday night Disciples Fire service, we'll go through the book of Deuteronomy um, and uh, answer some of those tough questions. So I hope to see you tonight. Um, Deuteronomy 34 finishes up uh, with um, the the end of, of um, what's been a great journey, what's been a great triumphal um, journey, and that's really with Moses. We have seen God do some amazing things with Moses, and um, it's just uh, um, comes to the end here, and, and it almost hurts our heart a little bit because uh, all that God has done with Moses and then uh, the end here is, is a little interesting. And so look at uh, Deuteronomy 34 with me, and here's what it says. It says that then Moses went up, from the plains of Moab to Mount Nebo and, and to the top of Pisgah, which is across from Jericho. And the Lord showed him all the land, Gilead, as far as Dan. And as you read that, um, what we really understand here is, is he starts walking through and shows him all of the promised land, all of Israel, um, from the north to the south. And, and we see uh, this picture of, of, of showing him uh, this land. And in verse 4, he says, Then the Lord said to him, to Moses, this is the land which I swore to give Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, saying, I will give to the descendants. I have caused you to see with your eyes, but you shall not cross over there. So Moses, the servant of the Lord, died there in the land of Moab, according to the word of the Lord. And uh, he ends up dying, and they weep for 30 days after he dies. And, and I think about this um, um, story of, of you, as you're reading through Exodus and all the amazing things God's doing with Moses leading the Israelite people. I would have not thought this was the ending. Um, however, this was God's ending, according to the word of the Lord. And it goes on and it says, uh, uh, Joshua now is going to take over the son of Nun. He was full of spirit of wisdom, it says in verse 9, for Moses had laid his hands on him. So the children of Israel heeded him and did as the Lord commanded Moses. But, verse 10, but since then there has not arisen in Israel a prophet like Moses, whom the Lord knew face to face, and all the signs and wonders which the Lord sent him to do in the land of Egypt before Pharaoh, before all of his servants, and in all of his land, and by all that mighty power and all the great terror which Moses performed in the sight of Israel. So the very book Deuteronomy ends with this story of, of really, there's none like Moses. Even though Joshua has taken up spirit-filled, led by the Lord, um, since then, uh, there's not been one like Moses who's been face to face with God. Now, I want to kind of just pause there with you for a moment. And um, we read this and we think about Moses going up and not being able to enter into the promised land, but he saw it. By God's grace, he was able to see it. And I want to talk to you for a second. As you're listening, um, there may be some things in your life that you thought God was going to do. And as you're walking through your life, you, you, you just felt like. Um, Man, I thought God was going to take me to this place. However, uh, you're, you're here and you're nearing uh, um, the uh, the older days, and and you're wondering, God, uh, are you going to take me in there? Are you going to take me to that place? Or, or God, I realize you're not going to take me to that place. Even if that's true, 
my prayer for you is, is that God would help you see the promised land. While you, you may not be taken there, maybe it'll help you see it and where those that you've invested in, your children, your grandchildren, those at church, those brothers and sisters in Christ that uh, you're surrounded by, may he take them there and may you rejoice greatly. Even knowing that God uh, may look at you and say, there's been none like, like the way I talked with you. I talked with you in such a personal way and I've showed you so many things. And even though you're not entering in, I'm showing it to you. For those you invested in, we'll enter in. And may you rejoice today at those uh, um, that we'll get to, to see. Father God, Lord, um, I just pray for humility today. And, and us that's listening today, Lord, through uh, humility, may you show us some of those places that, that we thought you were going to take us in life. But you showed us now that you only wanted us to see it. You may not take us there, but you wanted us to see it. And the reason you wanted us to see it is because we have an awesome responsibility and privilege to invest into the younger generation, to the generation beside us, to our children, our grandchildren, and to allow them to know the truth and to be filled with the wisdom of God, to lay our hands on them and see that they do as you've commanded us to do. But may they enter into the promised land and may we rejoice in that. Lord, we love you. Would you just walk with us today? In the name of Christ, we pray. Amen.